You're listening to episode 171, Yelling. Are you feeling the call to homeschool and you're not sure what to do? Or maybe you are already homeschooling and it doesn't look like what you hoped it would. My name is Megan Thomas and I'm a certified life coach, a mother of seven, and a homeschool pro with more than a decade of experience. I can show anyone how to create success in their homeschool, and I'd love to show you how. Are you ready? All right, welcome back to another week called Homeschool. How are you lovely friends? Um, Hopefully you're doing well with your schedule and creating things and uh, just wherever you are in your homeschool journey, we will be taking this week off and next week off and enjoying... um, happy not first day of school. It's one of my favorite traditions that we do and we go and we party and we have a good time. So we'll be going down to St. George, Utah, and we're going to go explore some caves because we'll be studying about caves this year and just having some fun. So anyways, so good. And then we'll be starting school August 29th for the 2022-2023 school year. So that's a lot of fun. Check out last week's episode if you want some ideas of what we're doing um, or not. It's uh, completely up to you. So I wanted to talk to you about, and I don't know if I've really mentioned this a whole lot before, but about 15 and a half years ago, my family and I, we were driving home from the Grand Canyon and my husband loves to take quote unquote shortcuts. And they are hilarious because one of our shortcuts added an additional nine hours onto a road trip. (laughs) So we love to call them shortcuts. And we actually have been through some really random places. We've been on some dirt roads, found old ghost towns. Like they're actually pretty fun. So anyways, we were coming home from the Grand Canyon and my husband was taking a shortcut home and our kids, let's see, we had four kids at the time. And let's see. So let me do the math. Yeah. We had four kids and they were all pretty little because my Joshi was only a baby. And so I'm trying to think of the math. Maybe Ethan would have been like four or something like that. I don't know off the top of my head. Anyway, so little kids, they must've all been asleep or something like that. I don't know, but we were driving home and my husband and I got talking about addiction and, um, smoking and alcohol. And I was so naive did not understand addiction and whatnot. And so in my arrogance and stubbornness, and uh, I don't know any other word of just not knowing something and thinking I know everything, I guess arrogance is the right word. I said, I don't get it. If somebody doesn't want to smoke, don't buy cigarettes. And if they don't want to drink alcohol, quit buying alcohol. You physically have to go buy those things and you physically have to partake them and eat them. And he has come from a family who has struggled with with drugs and some addictions. And he goes, oh my goodness, do you really think it's that easy? I'm like, yeah, it's super easy. And he goes, okay, I don't ever want you to eat treats again then. Friends, I love treats. Like I absolutely loved sugar and treats and all those things. And in my, once again, stubbornness, arrogance, whatever, I said, fine, I won't ever eat them again. (laughs) So that's, it was February, 15 years ago in February, right? So whatever that is now, like it's been 15 and a half years ish around there. So anyways, so we finish our road trip home, right? And I don't get any treats the rest, rest of the way home. Then As we have come home, 
and life is back to normal. I have four little kids. Um, all the things like all my coping mechanism I didn't know was turning to treats to help me to feel better, celebrate. I ate treats. If I was sad, I ate treats. And I quickly found out how dumb I was thinking that this was going to be so stinking easy. And that just by saying, I'm not going to get treats anymore. I'm not going to buy them. I'm not going to make them. I'm just not going to eat them anymore. That it was going to be so easy. And I couldn't have been more wrong. It was incredibly challenging. And I remember one night, uh, I just, my husband ended up taking the kids because I go, I don't know what to do right now. I am like so upset. I don't know what to do and I can't eat a treat. And I remember he took the kids and I just cried because I had had a hard day with something. I don't even know what it was, but I remember wanting treats so bad to make me feel better and I couldn't have them. And I mean, I could have had them, but then I'd have to deal with that. I was wrong. <laughs> anyway, so then I'd go to family functions, right? And what were all the family functions or friend functions or all those types of things were desserts and treats. So when I would go, I would have to prepare myself. Like there are going to be treats there. I'm not going to have them. What is my plan? What am I going to do when I feel like eating this treat or um, partaking this? And I want to be part of the group because other people are going to eat them and I want to eat them. I don't want to be the weird one left out. Also, my husband and my kids were still eating them, right? And I'm just this odd man out who has no idea what they're doing. So I had to be completely in charge of what I was going to do when I showed up to family functions and all those types of things. And I actually, for several years, I actually wouldn't even make desserts for people because it was just too hard for me and too tempting. Fast forward now, 15 and a half years later, and I actually just made a wedding cake for somebody. Um, I'm not really tempted to ever have any of the frosting or even eat the cake. Um, I can make treats for other people and I'm just fine. I can go to a family function and I just don't eat it. So it's not even that big of a deal. Every blue moon, I'm like, mm, that would be pretty nice. I think that would be delicious. But most of the time, I'm just like, whatever, that's fine. Right. So that's kind of been my journey with giving up desserts and treats. Contrast that to a friend of mine who years ago had some health issues. And with their health issues, they were advised to give up treats and desserts. And this person, I was like, that's really hard. I really like treats and desserts and they're fun. And I like to celebrate with them, right? Like all my exact same reasons why this person loved them. The contrast was though, that this person then wanted everybody else at all these functions to not bring desserts and bring treats. It is, this person would say, this is just too challenging for me. So I need all of you to change for me so that it will be easier for me to not eat treats and to not eat desserts. Now, what's interesting, all these years later, this person totally eats treats and desserts and just medicates themselves to counteract the sugar and the treats and whatnot. Versus when I took responsibility, I just don't desire them anymore. This is this exact same process with yelling. At first, if you're like, I'm going to not yell at my kids, I'm going to be patient. I'm just not going to yell anymore. You won't know what to do in the beginning. It may be completely foreign. Like when I'm upset, I yell at my kids. When I need them to do something, I yell at my kids and I don't know what to do anymore because I'm giving up yelling. I get it. That's what I felt like when I was giving up treats. Like, what do I do now when I'm upset? How do I celebrate with people? 
What if like friends want to go out? How often do people go out like to a movie or something like now let's go get a treat together. Let's go do this. Like, what do I do? I'm the weirdo who doesn't eat it. So you may be thinking like, if I don't yell, how do I get anything done in my house? But if you're willing to do it and work on yourself, then you can figure out how to get to a place where you just no longer desire to yell at your kids. Just like I no longer desire treats. But if you're like my friend who wanted other people to not bring treats so it wouldn't be hard for them, then you are in the boat where you are trying to get your children to change so that you don't yell. If my children would just behave, then I wouldn't have to yell at them. If my kids would just listen to me the first time I said, hey, come get your stuff, I wouldn't have to yell at them, right? What happens is when you're in that camp, you are going to spend so much stinking energy into getting everybody else to change so that you can show up in a certain way. (laughs) Friends, it does not work. It is exhausting. It's not fun. It's not fun for you or your children. And there's so much energy and heartache and frustration in it. Well, also what will happen too is that when you continue to yell at your kids and try or even control them and do all those types of things, you're going to have the consequences of that, right? And the consequences of that is you're going to either create people pleasers who are like, I don't want to, I don't want to upset mom. I will do whatever she says to keep her happy because I am now in charge of other people's emotions. Or you're going to get a little rebel who says, forget you. You cannot tell me what to do anymore because now I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. So good luck getting me to do that, right? So if you will be willing to start being in control of your own emotions and saying, guess what? I'm just not going to yell anymore because I'm choosing not to do it. I'm going to figure something else out. Do you know I've done the same thing with treats where I've just figured something else out. When I'm upset, I know how to feel my feelings. If I want to celebrate, I don't have to do a food. If um, I'm having a party, I don't have to have desserts. The other night we we had, well, if I have people over or whatnot, I just don't do desserts. And I don't really like if somebody is like, where's the dessert? I'm like, I don't know. Did you bring one? Because I don't have one. I've also learned how to make things that I feel like are a healthier dessert. That's more of a whole food and supports my health and supports my body. So as you go on this adventure of being in charge of your own emotions and not yelling at your kids, you will start learning how I can teach my kids to listen when I ask them to do something. I can give them space to make mistakes and to be human and love them through the whole entire process. Now, everybody gets stuck on like, but what about this? How do I do this? And there, there's so many different types of concerns and issues that come up and I get it. Like, I... So many people just get stuck on different areas. I was going to give some examples, but my mind just went blank. So what I've decided to do, I already have talked about my free no yelling group, um, no yelling mamas. I've decided to do a Facebook live, and this is going to be on August 25th on a Thursday, and I will be getting the time posted in the group. And I want to go over some of the biggest concerns people have about how in the world do I actually stop yelling at my kids? I know I don't like it. I know they don't like it. I know it's creating contention in our home. I don't know what to do. Instead, though, I want to help you in that process. I know some of the concerns, one of the biggest concerns I've seen come up is how do I get my kids to listen without yelling at them? And so that is definitely one of the things I'll be covering. Um, I also posted in the group of just different questions people have so that I can go in there and, and answer them for you. 
So if you are wanting help to stop yelling at your kids and you're not quite sure what to do, come join me in the No Yelling Mamas free Facebook group. And I will be doing a free live on August 25th where I'll be able to answer your questions. Now, if you are not going to be there, it'll be recorded and it will be in that group so you could watch it later. Um, and I will be even be able to ask any questions that come up and um, really start helping all of you wonderful people to learn how to be with your kids day in and day out, how to get them to listen, to do chores, how to do all those awesome things without yelling at them. It really is possible. And friends, just like I don't desire treats anymore, like hardly ever, I guess I should not say like all the time, right? Every blue moon I do, you can get to a place like that with yelling where that's not even your go-to response. Now, every blue moon, I do feel like yelling at my kids, right? Like, whoo, okay, mama's going to go take a walk outside. But it very, very rarely happens anymore. And it's such this amazing space where your kids can just be themselves and make mistakes and be awesome and do all the things. And they know you're just going to be there supporting them. And it will blow your mind at what your relationship will look like with your children as you start working on this. So if you want help, come and join me in that free Facebook group. You can join from Instagram in my bio or go to my website, www.coachmegthomas.com and join that Facebook group. And I am happy to help. And if you don't yell at your kids, then let's take it to the next level. Maybe you're critical. Maybe you're passive aggressive. Maybe you're super negative. Whatever it is, we're going to keep continuing helping you to become this amazing version of yourself that you already are. And we're just stripping away this stuff that's not serving you anymore. And it's going to be a ton of fun. So I cannot wait to have you there. Love you all and see you next week. Are you ready to take the concepts learned on this podcast to the next level? Then I invite you to join Mama's Members, a place where I will help you succeed in your family and homeschool beyond what you thought was possible. You will have access to hours of content, a place to ask questions, and weekly coaching calls to help you be the amazing homeschool mom you are called to be. To sign up, go to www.coachmegthomas.com join. I can't wait to see you there. Thank you.